Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brooking and Billy Bones Paolo DiCarlo West Ham United We celebrate Victories. We stick together in defeat. I'm proud of our history. The West Ham United, more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Monday's Podcast. 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 Uh, you're listening to me, George. I'm with Sean. Hello, George. And John. Hi, John. Hello. How are you? I'm smashing. How are you? I'm right, thanks. Episode 20. And with Reese Jones, yeah. you decided to come back. I did. I did. I did. Where Where with a new haircut. Where have you yeah. been, Reese? Uh, I've been getting a haircut. Yeah, but why weren't you here last week? It's a long week? queue. Very long queue. <laughs> oh, I thought you had a really hard I week. was, and I was tired and that. And oh, yeah. t- tell us tell us about your, that, your yeah. busy day. Was it yeah. a good My busy day? day today? No, your busy day that... Because you couldn't come in for the last I can't week. remember what I did. Oh, that busy. But we won the game that on the Tuesday. So he's not going to do something long enough to play no, the no. outro. <laughs> he's he's not biting out. you. Yeah. Right, <laughs> should we discuss some football, George? Let's do it. Let's do it. No fan of the week this week because we've got a packed podcast with lots of stuff. We've got two games, so no fan of the week this you week. find one, could you? No. Well, Richard <laughs> the Third was available, but uh, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Tumbleweed. Anyway, Fulham, Fulham away is the first game we're going to look at. Craven Cottage. Uh, <laughs> Sean and I went over. Well, Sean was 20 minutes away from work. Yeah, I did. Craven Cottage. And we lost, which was a shame. Well, we we went. Um, I wanted us to win. Yeah. <laughs> is it in depth as it is yeah, in that brain? That's I'm going to go a bit more in, in depth for that. And we met up with an old school friend who uh, John knows, called Dean Pill, and uh, Low Country, and we had a beer before. And at, um, the, at the Low Country pub. All oh, right, yes. at the Low Country. He didn't, pub. he didn't just throw in two yeah. random <laughs> words. Low Country. I thought he was going to break into song. Yeah. <laughs> the beer's very expensive, old isn't it? Man Glass River. umbrella. And we did record. Uh, we did an outside broadcast, and we did uh, an interview with Dean Pill. But it hasn't made the cut, unfortunately. So if you're listening, Dean, it's on our Facebook group, isn't it? But yeah, it didn't make. But the you cut, said but you the sent him the link because he asked you to put it yeah. up, so he's probably already listened. Yeah. So, but anyone else yeah. who wants to listen to the outside broadcast, you can go on a Facebook. And group. excuse the bad language. Yeah. I was supposed to edit it out before it's, it went up, but it's, Sean, 
It's an unedited and it's raw, a raw outtake of it. But, yeah, George, come on, take us through it. I know you were disappointed, but people want to listen. Well, I thought the first goal was offside. Now I've seen it, it was. back. Um, but still, no excuse because there was about five Fulham players all ready and waiting to finish that. And uh, our defence was very poor in that goal. And then it's we didn't really make any chances that night. We had a couple of clear-cut chances, which Nolan put one away. Uh, he missed one where Cole should have probably reacted a bit quicker, but that's the story of his life. And uh, yeah, it was disappointing. Especially, it killed us after we equalised and yeah. they went back up 30 seconds later and scored. That was it. That was game over. Yeah. We bumped into Nigel Kahn again <laughs> just before the game, uh, John. And I want to let you know that everything's all right with us, isn't it? There's there's no animosity. It's it's done Thank and God gone. For that. He's, I, he's, I, haven't, I haven't slept since. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's on the outside broadcast as well on our Facebook, uh, Facebook group. On our Facebook group. Blah, 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 <laughs> which is facebook.com slash more than just a podcast. But what I would say is, yep, I think we were all right. Up to the equaliser, you know, the difference with them with Berbatov and... It's it's a one man team almost. They we weren't all right. We I didn't thought play we well weren't. I, d- I, d- I didn't take team. so much. It was just quality. He was. And quality. We just couldn't deal with quality. Our, our defending was atrocious. But let's got to look at the good bits. Kevin Nolan. Uh, how long has he not scored? He equalised. He scored a goal. Right. Joe Cole missed a very good chance as well. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Is that the other end, wasn't it? Yeah. But he he was poor. Um. Di- First goal was Di-Army, offside. Diarmi, that's the other point. Go on. Well, he just he just kept turning into people. He keeps just, tripping over. He, try, he keeps treat, If you watch him, his actual what he actually tries to achieve when he gets the ball is pretty much always the same. He keeps turning in and trying to beat people all the time. Mm. But I thought Diarmi played, considering what people were saying that his head may be turned and he didn't sign a new contract and everything. I still yeah. thought he played a really good game and played. Might, might, might be, you know, the finished article, but he played with passion, and I thought he was one of our best people on the pitch. No, he played for a move. That's why. No, this was after the window had shut. Was the Fulham game no, after the window? It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It the was Fulham. a day. Was the oh, yeah, you, it was on the E. Because You're if right. you listen to the uh, outside right. broadcast, you know, you are right. when Diarmi had that yeah. really bad challenge and everyone was shouting off, I said that'll be the last thing he ever does in the West Ham shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He probably right. he was doing more to try and look better. Oh, that's and why. I, I just wrote in my notes, Kevin Nolan also had another good one. He was only a yard out as well when I looked at the replays earlier today. He, he was atrocious for most of that he game. He was, you're right. He, he was, was atrocious so for a lot bad. of it. He was missing again and just in spurts, would he Sorry? Would he bring it on? Oh, spurts. But um, he, did, he did do, I, I don't know, about a day all, at the office. I thought all, when we got to 1-1... It was all very disjointed again. We didn't look like a team. We defended really badly and we had Carton Cole trying to score goals and he just doesn't do it. So I we, had who, the, who I was had it who scored the second goal for them? Roddy Rodiego. Rodiego. That, that was embarrassing, that now, goal. There was what, like three of them. There were two centre-halves. Didn't he go over the top of the two centre-halves? We had two centre-halves. Yaskalainen came off his line yeah. and the five-foot-five striker managed to beat yeah. James well, Tompkins Yaskalainen and, and Reed. Reed. In the air. I, yeah. would, I, I usually and defend with his hands. Yaskalainen had a poor game there and he should have saved. I forget, Was it the second one or the third one? Definitely should have third saved The third one that. he pushed out. Second one he came off his line. Yeah, so the second one was a, then, was a simple goal. Yeah, I mean, there, was just, there was times when we, we sort of 
we were attacking them and then Berbatov got the ball. He ran the full length of the pitch with our defenders chasing him. He he turned on the ball, did a spin and then back heeled it off of our player and got a corner. It was just like looking at different different class, completely different class. But do you know, right, yet again, I, well, first of all, I want to ask, what's wrong with our away form? What is it? Know, what is it that we can score at home against a dip, more difficult, you know, barely. Swansea, but we ground out, you know, in the stats, will, but we can't win away. Fulham, we usually win away. We do. We've, so we've, what is wrong? We've won something like who, who 11 out of 13 your or something. Is it Sam picking the team? You know, was the team good enough? It was it's a strong team. It, is it Nolan? Is it the army? Who are you going to put the finger on? Or is, you know, it's all well and good saying... We lost. No, it's just. I mean, you just you look at look at Demel. They've just given Demel a new contract, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he he just doesn't look good enough. He doesn't look good enough. Not at Fulham. Matt no. Jarvis. If, if we Matt gen- Jarvis. if we have genuinely paid ten million pound for him, um, yeah. God, well, look, you bring a good point there. I, I was a laughing Kevin Nolan, but I would mm. say Matt Jarvis is a bigger waste of space than than Kevin Nolan. I would say, Nolan a, I would say he's a waste of space. He's not well, worth just, a ten and ten point seven million. He's not a ten million pound player no. by any stretch of the imagination. So you know, it's just the the, the the players. You know, when they're at home, when they're at home, their passion's a bit more there. Isn't they? they seem a bit more driving, but which is because they're at home, I mm. guess. Mm. You, you watched the game, didn't you? Mm. And watched the highlights live. <laughs> it was, it was rubbish to watch. Reese, anyway. last thing, Reese, did you watch the game? I didn't watch that we... one, no. I forgot about that. Right. Stat attack. Stat attack, 53% possession <laughs> in Fulham's favour. Uh, we had eight shots, four on target. They had 13, six on target. So, even game by the possession stats, but we just weren't good enough. Modi Army tops the I player agree ratings. I with that 100%. Andy Carroll is second. Yeah. Really? We he did. He, he came, did, on, he came on. We sung for him and Sam listened and put him on. Uh, Winston Reid, third. Yeah, it was all right. Joe Cole, don't know why he's up there fourth. Bottom, Shamak, ineffective. Yeah, ineffective. Yaska Linen, very poor. Allardyce, third from bottom. Been Tompkins. Yeah, it was <laughs> having a problem in here. Anyway, let's move on to... Uh, Joe Cole, did you know that, notice the thing with Joe Cole? He's not taking corners anymore. Sam's been listening to the podcast again. It's shocking corners he has. You've but been saying Noble's that for a long time. Better, better, is he? Well, I Noble, think he's better than... I say no more, Nolan. Noble's no, not much better at corner. He's, he's better Noble than Cole. floats him in, doesn't he? He doesn't put yeah. in. Yeah. Matt well, he must be corner. because it was yeah, a Mark Noble... Well, we move on to that, but it was a Mark Noble corner that got us that goal. Yeah, it was. Oh, don't ruin it. All right, sorry. So let's move on to a happier, brighter game. Against Swindon, result. I believe, wasn't it, yeah. Sean? Or Swi- it was against Swansea or Swindon, as Sean That's mentioned on the podcast. For, um, for Facebook page, mm. podcast page, SFA. We hadn't won against them since 1985. Really? No. We've only played them once. No, we played them a number of times. They beat us 3-0, if you remember, at the beginning of the season. I do remember that. And uh, and we've played them quite a few times. Since 1922, we first played Swansea Town, before they changed to Swansea City in 1969. There you go. Interesting fact. Very interesting. That's you all. have a lot of spare time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, let's just start with the <laughs> stats on this one. Possession 45, West Ham. 45% West Ham. So Swansea had 55. I think that's quite good for Swansea, though. We had 18 shots, 9 so on target. Swansea had 11 shots, 7 on target. Yeah. So, again, a, a rather even game, but we 
I, th- I thought we bossed the game really, yeah, especially in the second half. We I were a lot Nolan better. Looked better, a lot better. Nolan looked better, but he should have scored twice. He should have scored. Mm. Might have been the one first then. one. Yeah, he should have scored. He hit it well, straight at him. Second yeah, one then, was a good know, save. The way it came I thought to that him. was quite. It weren't a bad because normally they go through the legs, didn't they? Yeah, I mean it's. No, the way it come to him, he, he, the, the way he got the shot off, he mm. wasn't Did really. Did you see Joey O'Brien's skill to get round? Yeah. Did come off the defender's leg though. Did it? Yeah, it yeah did, but did. it was still. Because I saw that, I had to double take. <laughs> Joey O'Brien, then yeah. it run through his. That leg. was good, wasn't it? It was good. Uh, but Andy Carroll was. He had, he had a very good game, Joey immense. O'Brien. Well, so was Andy Carroll. Andy was Carroll immense. was the best player on the pitch by yeah. far. It's good him to see him play poor game. Cam. Shamak ineffective. It was actually at the Fulham game where I had the uh, realising of how poor our front line is on paper. The fact that we've got Shamak, Cole and Carroll all in our squad. They're three did strikers. Did Shamak come on on set? Was he? Did he start? No. Um, Why are you saying Shamak's? Oh, Sean, he didn't even play. Did yeah. he not? <laughs> <laughs> I fell for that one as well. Yeah. <laughs> was it the Fulham game? He started with yeah. Carroll, didn't he? Yeah, he, Carroll played. And Carroll played it, played the whole game. You might yes. be wrong. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I've got my notes. Welcome wrong. to more than just a podcast, <laughs> an intellectual <laughs> football commentary. Shocking. But yeah, we've got three strikers that people have been making fun out of and jokes out of for months and months and months. What's happened to the end of that? I don't know. Um. Anyway, how so about their keeper, Tramel? Is it? Yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. Bad. He, had a good he game. was. He kept them in it. He made some outstanding. Where's saves. he from? He's uh, German. I, he yeah, played, I thought he was Welsh. He's, he's, he played for Germany. He's, he he looks Welsh. I, I don't know, but he's. Uh, they were saying that he would played in the Champions League for somebody. I can't remember. Probably a German side. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And yeah. did you <laughs> see on the replay, little Joe O'Brien's trick? He span round and. Yeah. Oh, what, that already, one the one we already talked on, about. Yeah, yeah, we talked one. about for yeah. about a minute. Yeah. yeah. Was that before Shemek come on yeah. or after? <laughs> and Vaztay, we were talking about this during the game. Because I took my son, didn't I, Finley, <laughs> for his yeah. second game. So he's got his win. He's got the bug in there now. Vaztay, what were you saying, George, during the game about Vaztay? That he's had a haircut. Apart from that. Oh, he got better as the game went on. Yeah, didn't he, he, he had to some be fair. moments of brilliance. He doesn't do the good stuff a, enough, though. He did a good shot, which tipped over the bar. First tipped half round, hour. Round the post. Round the post, right. But what did you say? You said he's a I can't remember. lazy bastard. Did I? Yeah. You said, and he is. He, he just is lazy. Dis- he, he, just he, lazy he doesn't work he waits. for the ball. He, he waits exactly for the ball said. to come yeah, to he, him. And yeah, the first half hour or so, he was pretty anonymous, but then he sort of got into the game last 10 of the first half. And then he he was pretty much involved in it all. That's probably your link for the player ratings, isn't it? Well, I mean, I think Andy Carroll was by far the best player from both both ends. And the player ratings agree with you, John. Agree. Yeah. Ian Dale's player ratings mm. agree with you, Striking, and he, he defended really well as well. Nice to see him score. Hopefully, it was he'll, all he'll, about Andy he'll Carroll. get a couple and he more came, now. He came, yeah. he, um, he came first by a long way, didn't he? In did. play ratings. Winston Reid a close second. I thought again. he was good again. Yeah. Mark, he was immense. Mark Noble had a good game. Good game. He, he did have did. a good game. Winston Joey Reed O'Brien. saved us quite a few times during that game. Bottom, Gary O'Neill. Yeah, I don't rate him at all anymore. Matt Jarvis. Matt Jarvis again, very poor. Pogatet's unfair. A bit unfair. Matt Taylor, very poor, I thought. And Joe Cole. He gave the ball away a lot on Saturday. Yeah. 
I have Joe a question Cole. about Joe Cole. What's your question? Which Sean? we asked again at the game, and the answer is... A game on, a game off. Yeah, That's is it game on, game off? Because can he not, for the money we're paying, right, which you'll hear in the next segment when we talk about transfers, can he not last week in, week out, every 90 minutes? No. He hasn't played for a long time. He, he said himself he needs to get five or six games under his belt to get back to his best. Well, if he only plays every other game, it's going to take <laughs> the rest of the season. Well, he's 31, isn't he? Is he 31? I think he's had it for a game, more than one game a week. We won't just play him in the away games or something. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, we ground out a win. And I'll win. tell you what. It was a great win. Sw- Swansea are <laughs> a hard team to beat. They, they, they keep the possession... Mm. They played some nice football and, they you know, played, we, played we it ruined their game plan. They played it between just back and forwards and backwards and forwards. And, and maybe we got a bit lucky. Um, certainly second half. We were holding on. I mean, it was so nervous to finish, wasn't it, George? It was a, a nervy finish. Was, but they were coming in from everywhere. But when you look at QPR, you're thinking, well, we deserve to win that. So it all evens itself out. And now we're on 30 points and we're 10 away from safety. Going to win the league, are And... We? Um, <laughs> And Sam Allardyce, I don't know if you heard him, I put it up on the Facebook group earlier from his interview on Talk Sport. He said, we're now just looking, we're not talking about relegation, we're just looking to move further up the table. Do you agree? I agree. It's, only, it's like three more wins, isn't it? I'll put, out, put that out there, so three more wins and we can go back to playing like Barca <laughs> without, no, without any pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Come on, boys. He was asked whether Andy Carroll, because a lot of people have been saying, you know, Andy Carroll, the papers were saying, we've agreed. They were almost talking like in the papers that we were going to sign Andy Carroll at the end of the season. That's not what was agreed. What we've got is the first refusal. We've got an agreement for £17.5 million if we want to, and if, if Andy Carroll wants to stay. And that's exactly what Sam Allardyce said on Talk Sport. Which I is, don't think they're prime. I haven't talked to the guy. It depends how he plays. He's got to stay fit, and, and we all agree with that, you know. If we get the extra twenty one million at least next year, is it worth spending it all on one player? You no. know? No. Probably not. Well, he, if he if he's if he has a good run now and scores some goals, then he's gonna definitely gonna keep us he's safe, going to gonna make us safe and whatever. I'll, and I'll have that. a little double or quits on my uh, <laughs> my bet that Newcastle go down or near go to Newcastle. No, Do you I'll want just, a double I'll, or quits no, on I'll that? I'll just take my bet. I gave you ten to one, you get a fiver. <laughs> I took the risk. Yeah. Might be like that bookmaker who paid out on Man United. I might pay up early. Yeah, okay. Mm. Paddy Power. That's a good link because <coughs> Newcastle spent a lot of money in the transfer window and we were on one of two clubs who didn't actually spend anything up front. <laughs> Why? Why? Because <laughs> yeah. to begin with, both Sam, David Gold and even Jack Sullivan said before the window started it will be loans and free transfers. And they were true to their word. So a lot of these links we were linked with never came off. 70 names we were linked with. Still a lot of money, though, that have uh, been spent on wages. Well, yeah. Should have a look at it. Let's stop. Mm. Thanks, Bruce. Right. Right. Good, good link there, Bruce. You you're, over you're, on, you're on form today. I'm on fire. Thanks, Bruce. Transfer post-mortem. We were linked with 70 players but spent no money this transfer window. Sean, you just said that? Yeah. So in, we had Sean Maguire, who's Is the first from one Shameless? In. So he was Probably. from Waterford, nominal fee. I don't think, I I think they wanted something to announce because he's he's a boy for the future, isn't he? So he playing. The, he didn't even make the development team, did he, today? Development team played today. Lost Tottenham, 3-2. Lost Tottenham, yeah. yeah. Anyway, 
Joe Cole came in on a free transfer from Liverpool. 35 a week. We've got that on very good authority. We can't say how, but we know, we've had it confirmed now, he's on £35,000 a week on an 18-month contract. I don't think that's that much. It's not as much as no. it was rumoured. That's still £2.5 million over the contract, though. Let's think about that. If he's only playing a game on, game off, £2.5 million. Good value, John? Um, well, it's, yeah, yeah. The way he's... He's better than a lot of the stuff we've got knocking around out there, isn't he? So, you know, it's what we can afford. Well, maybe you pay some of that back in shirt sales because mm. they seem to be going quite well. A lot of people buying shirts well, with uh, just, Joe Cole and 26 on the I back. hope he gets fit and starts producing regularly. That'd be good. Marouane Shamak came on loan from Arsenal. We're only paying 50% of his wages, however. That's 65k per week. <laughs> Is he worth thirty two and a half, John? Sorry, are we paying are we paying thirty two and a half? We're paying thirty two and a half for Shamak. Is he worth it? So no. that will cost us for the six month Not contract seven hundred and eighty thousand pounds. Worth it, yes or no, John? Mm, no. Reese? No, but there's no one else. No. Potential. Emmanuel Pogatetz. Sorry, back to Shamak. The only way you get anything good out of Shamak is if you played him week in, week out and he got some confidence back and started scoring in it. He's not going to play week in, week out. Now Carroll's fit. He's just going to come in off the bench and probably be ineffective. Emmanuel Pogatetz, we paid a loan fee for him of £500,000. So that is paying up front, John. Well, I think when we say paid up front, it's I'm not sure we probably pay it in instalments knowing Carroll Brady and the board. So it is a £500,000 fee, but it is probably paid in instalments. And you do know Karen Brady and the board, don't you? No. You had dinner with him. Mm. Anyway, it's a five-month deal <laughs> no that was the uh, marketing lady oh right I suppose if you look at it it's still, dog. it's still 25 grand a week isn't it it is mm. good maths plus his wages or do we no not no no that, that is in lieu of wages oh right I see Wellington Paul Lister came in on a six month loan deal from Cruzeiro was he on the bench on Saturday no I don't think so or was he I think you might have been. Actually, there's no point asking you, is it really? Let's face it. <laughs> we were at the game watching it, John. We had lots of things to do. Up to £250,000 for his loan fee. And Does he's already scored two goals in two games for yeah, the development Yeah, he's done well. He scored today. And he was a bit lively. I was. I looked at it at lunchtime over, you know, with a live text from West Ham um, website. And, you know, he, he got close a few more times. But it is the development squad. Renor Nushi joined us. He's a 17-year-old from Stockholm-based AFC United. Good name. Um, it's, again, a nominal fee, but will increase now, his success. Now, I want to ask something about this guy. How come he's signed? He's in our squad now. There's been no announcement on the website. We, we announced Sean Maguire, but we didn't announce him. He's got a squad number. There's been nothing about him whatsoever. It's a bit strange. It's not very kind, is How did it? you find him, then? Yeah. Uh, knees up, Mother Brown had it. And um, there's been some stuff in, in Sweden. In fact, there's a YouTube clip that I've put up, which is very bizarre, that talks all about his club on how well he's done and how he's moving to West Ham. But West Ham haven't announced it. I've asked David Cold. Why? He hasn't answered me. Vit Nemrava, <laughs> 17-year-old Czech goalkeeper on an 18-month loan. So why do we keep getting these people in on loan and uh, Just like young players? And this is yes. another one. Do you know who sorted this out? Sam Allardyce. No. Come on. Check goalkeeper. 
Ludo. Ludo McCloskey. Did he really? I yeah. thought he had nothing to do with the club anymore. He doesn't, but he acts as a, you know, he talked to the club and helped arrange this one. My, oh. my sources tell me. Well, not Him. my sources. I read He's it a great a, guy. I read it Ludo. in a Czech newspaper if, if, and used Google um, Translate to, to Is that it. Prague today? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Daily so Prague. he's a 17 year old. We've got Check him on a loan. Mate. What? Where's he going to fit in? Where's he going to get his games? He's just going to. We've done the same thing with Brian Montenegro. Is he gone or is he still there? He's gone, Montenegro. Yeah. But didn't Pelly, he go to Oldham? But he didn't, do, he didn't get a chance. Do you remember the whole thing about Pelly Ruddock? Yeah, but he was only 16 and he's. Well, Pelly the... Ruddock, he played today as well, but, you know. He's a big lad. Oh, I've seen a picture of him. He's he, a big lad. Have we got Pelly Ruddock? Yeah, yeah. He played today. He's played for the last two games. That was your first appearance on Sports Tonight TV, wasn't it? Yeah, talking, talking about, about Pelly, Pelly Ruddock from Borehamwood. Momo Diarmi stays, but does not want to sign a new contract. He's currently on 40k a week, was offered 60, but agents wanted 80 if the stunner story is to be alleved. Sorry? Be alleged. <laughs> What's your name? The stunner story, stun to... story was to okay. be believed. Sun story, but he didn't. He doesn't look like his head's gone, does it? I think he has. No, he had a he, he had a good game. He went missing in the second half. The army. So the sun said, and the sun doesn't there. usually make up stuff like the you know the mirror or the mail. They said that it ended. There was lots of rumours, you know, on the transfer day they were trying to sign him up, and they said, well, no, um, you know, you had your chance, moved on. David Gold said the same, you know. But he didn't want to sign. He wanted 18. It was acrimonious, is what they said. But, I mean, that's probably the agent speaking. But, you know, is he going to go in the summer? Do you know what I would have done if I was him? Signed the contract, took the money till the summer, and then I left in the summer. I would have signed the contract, but I would have done a deal with the board to say, OK, I'll get rid of my release clause, right? But anything over three and a half million quid, I'll take a percentage. So I'll take 25%. So I'll get rid of the release clause, give me the extra 20 grand a week, but if someone comes in to me for the summer, I get 25% of the anything over three and a half million. I would never have agreed to that. No, Why not? At the end of it all, anyway. he's probably just going to go in the summer, isn't he? This simple as... Yeah, but people go. have said, quite rightly, he's not worth 80 grand a week, is he? No, no not. But a lot of players aren't worth And you're paid. here later. On, after this, mm. we're gonna, we've got the moose Ian Abrahams talking to us. Ian who? Abrahams. Oh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> I thought he, you pronounced his A a bit differently. He will say that he there was interest from Arsenal, but... You know, he, he didn't fancy it. Maybe it was the knee injury. Maybe, maybe it was a heart defect. But, you know, I, I can't see he would have played regularly for Arsenal. He would have sat on the bench. I would have thought he'd play. Do you think got so? no one else. He's got it all to play for now. He, he needs to settle in, finish the season strongly. We don't care, though. If he goes, he goes. Great. If, if he, he doesn't want to play, yeah, I'll put, if he I doesn't want to stay. Mind him going. Enough. Just didn't really want him to go in the middle of the season. But okay. in the summer, if he goes, that's fine. Because it's a chance outs. to get someone else. In. You have John's outs. blessing, Momo. Outs, outs, go, Momo, outs. Diara oh. departs to Wren for the remainder of the season. They, <laughs> they pay 100% of his wages. <laughs> it did make me laugh when he was moaning. And then he's only played like... Yeah, he's been yeah. injured for What was he saying? Did you months. see his, I saw his the quotes? Allardyce, I saw the Allardyce interview on him. Yeah, but he was coming out with all Allardyce, quotes in Allardyce the press. Oh, well, we're all, <laughs> all going to him yeah. that in the Allardyce. What I want to play. I don't understand. <laughs> he's been, been injured for one for week <laughs> and he's played half yeah. a game. What I can't he sit there. It was it was bizarre. Yeah. And if more quotes came out on the day he moved, when he moved out to France, the French press, and I couldn't believe what he was saying. I was tweeting them out, and they're just bizarre. You know, mm. why didn't I play? I'm not there to. We won't ever see him in a West Ham shirt again. No. 
but at least they're paying 100% of his wages. The end Does of his season. contract run out at the end of the season? Is no. he only on a one? Did no. we get him on a free? Did we I pay money for I think him? we paid a, a... No, it was an undisclosed fee. We did pay money for him, but I don't know how much. It's quite a... It, it's, it's two million or something or something. But it's not like he was an unproven player, was no, it? No, he was a decent... But we're offloading him in the summer. He, though. he wasn't, you know, he he looked better in defence than he did anywhere yeah, else. He played he played well against Man United in the yeah. cup. The the interview I hear is our short termist view of what we did this transfer window will end in the summer when we get the more money in from the the, the new Sky deal. Right. So and who's the other? Myga loan deal fails to Bordeaux after West Ham refused to pay part of his wages. I think that's good. I'm glad they stood up for that, and I'm glad he's staying because. He's doing well on the. How's uh, he doing with the? He's uh, doing all right. I is he? he scored? Yeah. How is he? Um, and he's playing, which is the main thing. But where would he fit in? The well, he's, he's always an option, isn't he? I've, I've, I've thought Liston, he's done yeah. all right, Paul apart Liston. from the one you game. When we played. did that the other week, we we're talking about the goals. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The best yeah. goals of the season. Yeah, them. that one by Mike. That yeah. one by, you know. So why do we want to get rid of him? But why are we paying £780,000 for Shamak then? And we've got Carol. Let's not forget Carlton Cole, who also didn't turn down and move to Turkey. Yeah, no, I had. Wanted by Leeds and Celtic as well, apparently. Inquiries made. Well, yeah, that would be replacement for Becchio and Hooper, Hooper if that was going to go um, through. I don't think they put bids in, but they put inquiries oh, in. Oh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. But he didn't me. want to go to Turkey. It wouldn't surprise me if he goes to um, Celtic. Yeah, I just wish he'd go somewhere. He will go at the end of the season. He's out of contract, is he not? And the ones that got away. Sure. Yeah. He's out of contract. He's out of contract. Yeah, he can go in a free in the summer. Yeah. The right. ones that got away. So this is a quote from David Sullivan in the Daily Mail where he's been speaking about who we went in for and who we missed out on. So he said, for all the deals you've read about, there were 30 others that we were trying. I thought we had Stephen Warnock from Aston Villa and he said he was signing. Our contract offer was for six months when an extension based on appearances and he accepted that, but then he changed his mind and signed for Leeds. Shocking. We had a deal for the Olympiacos left back, but Dude. when Warnock said yes, we scrapped it. Then when we tried to get the other deal back on, the chap had gone somewhere else. Who is that? Do we know who that is? No. 
don't know names. And then he says, we spoke to the Juventus left-back, Rito Ziegler, who's on loan in Russia, and tried to make that happen, but then he went over to Turkey. And we tried to bring in Paul Robinson from Blackburn, but he had an injury and hasn't played often, and we had a bit of a doubt. Uh, if any if any of our fans think we're not spending enough, can I just remind you that West Ham are £100 million in debt. We owe £6 million in connection with Carlos Tevez to be paid by July. We have various other debt repayments in August totaling £20 million. Myself and co-owner David Gold are giving away our savings. There is only so much we can do. We are ambitious and we want to bring success to West Ham. We are doing our best. Thanks, Dave. Hey, well done, Dave. What would you say to that, John? I would say that if they've been there for the amount of time they've been there, how come the debt's the same? Yeah, I, I thought. I honestly thought the debt was down to about 70, 80 mil last yeah, thing I, I, I read. I thought that. I don't know whether he's been misquoted in the paper because I don't think that he would have been been uh, making stuff up. Not not our chairman, John. I just think, you know... Been I'm, misquoted, obviously. I, I think he's embellishing it all just to make it all, you know... I don't know why he has savings. How do, how, do you, how do you get savings? <laughs> Why has he got savings? But I, I mean, 500 million of them, by yeah. the way. I, I hope if they are genuinely putting their own money in to keep things ticking over and buying Which players they and things like that, I hope they are doing like he's saying. They're putting in their savings and they're not putting it up as a loan against the club like well, the other lot we've did. talked about this before, John. All owners and chairmen put their own money in as a personal and private loan. Even Abramovich puts in money as a loan. And there are two factors here. One, maybe for tax reasons, you can't just give money away without tax and everything else. The second reason is they don't own the whole club. You know, the, the Icelandic bank, uh, what's their name? CB Holding. No, that's the holding company, the uh, Strom. Strom. Oh, Still own 30% or 35% of the club. And therefore, they have to account for that, that when it's sold that that money is accounted for so i don't think there's anything strong by uh, or different um, different sorry i don't think there's anything wrong by loaning money to the club as a private loan possibly interest fee free anyway yeah that's so our transfer no more transfer updates that's it until the summer well there is one right now oh actually, yes because <laughs> um my interview we thought <laughs> one man who who's been across west ham's transfer dealings and all the other clubs for that matter is Talk Sports, Ian Abrahams, better known as Moose. And Sean managed to speak to him earlier this week after the Fulham game. Is it Thursday yeah. you spoke to him? Yeah, I spoke to him on Friday, I think. Just on oh, Friday, yeah, because the window shut on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, I spoke to him. And he was he a bit gave busy us, before that. He gave us his roundup of all the deals, his, what he'd heard. And, and his views on some goalkeepers. Yes, and these, these are they. And we welcome to more than just a podcast. Uh, it's Ian Abrams, uh, better known as Moose on TalkSport Radio. He's been very busy throughout the transfer window, uh, keeping us all updated. Good evening, Moose. Hi, how are you doing? All right? Yeah, not too bad. Busy day. Lots of rest this weekend now, isn't it? Yes, I mean, uh, it's always busy, the transfer window, so uh, it's always good when it's finished. <laughs> so we can get back to the real thing now about football. Yeah, well, I, I was talking up how many names uh, West Ham were linked with, and I, I don't know if you'll be surprised, but I was looking at all papers from the beginning of January. Over, we, we, I stopped counting at 70 names, and, and we were linked with, with everybody, including Beckham, of course, where the odds went down to 5-4, to four, Frank Lampard and Rio Ferdinand. It's all a bit crazy, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know where people got the names of Rio Ferdinand and David Beckham. Um, um, 
uh, Frank Lampard from. But David Beckham, I think there was a there was a, there was a, an inquiry. There was a, a, a question was asked. I think that was a, um, a fairly reasonable one. I mean, Beckham was certainly available um, and looking for somewhere to play. So I think, and he came to a game up to Park as well, which is why I think everybody put two and two together. But there was there was never a chance he was going to sign for West Ham. Yeah, and uh, David uh, Sullivan's just come out in the mail today and, and talked about some of the others. Obviously, the big news is the army staying. There was a lot of papers that said he was to go. A lot of papers reporting yesterday that um, you know there's a new deal on the table. Uh, um, and even Sky Sports uh, caught us all out last night saying that an unnamed Premier Club um, said on Twitter to be Fulham are put in a bid, activated the uh, clause. Jack Sullivan, the owner's son, said no, and then they were reporting that five five hours later. What was the truth on that one, then, Ian? Um, my understanding was that there was some, there was genuine interest from Arsenal uh, regarding uh, Mohamed Diaby, and it wouldn't have shocked me had he moved to Arsenal. I think that possibly in the end, Arsene Wenger was put off by the injury he got against Liverpool. And um, whether that would, would reoccur in, in, in years to come or in months to come, there was no bid made by Arsenal or Spurs, who he was linked with as well, as far as I know. But it, you know, it wasn't a done deal until 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 the player puts pen to paper or anything. It was it's never a done deal. And you know, Mohamed Diarmi could have signed his new deal on the first of January and done away yeah, well, done away with a clause yeah. in his contract, but he didn't. And you know, questions need to be asked as to why. Did the player not want to? Did the player want to go? Did the player's agent or his representatives say, "Look, hang on a minute, you know, let's have a little look round, let's wait, see if a Denver Bar situation happens regarding yourself?" I think at the end of the day, you know, he's going to stay, obviously. But you know, are we going to have the same kind of situation with him in the summer? Yeah, well, I think I think you can take that as granted. I mean, if you to believe one of the red tops today, they say that um, him and his agent asked for eighty thousand pound a week. He was offered sixty, and, and no deal was still done. Uh, you don't know who to believe, but I, I can guarantee you that this will happen all over again in the summer. Although I, 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 I must admit, I went to Fulham, I went to Craven Cottage uh, the other night as you were, and and I thought he was the one who played with the most passion, um, and 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 was one of the best people on the pitch. To be honest. Yeah, I thought he played very well the other night. And I think that um, you know, he's done very well since joining West Ham. I mean, you know, I saw him quite a lot when he was at Wigan. And I never came away from a game where I saw him play at Wigan thinking, wow, what a player Mohamed Diarmi is, when she was playing for West Ham. Uh, so I think he's improved massively. And that's got to be credit to Sam and, and the coaching staff at West Ham and the player himself. I think everybody deserves a bit of credit there. The one thing is that, you know, I hate release clauses in contracts. I don't know why they're there. I think they're divisive. Um, and I think at the end of the day that I would be really reticent about signing anybody who had a release clause. I mean, you know, let, let's be honest about it. There wasn't a massive queue of people to sign Mohammed Diarmi when we signed him in the summer. Um, yep. So, you know, we, we've, we've put a lot of effort. We've lost a lot of time in Mohammed Diarmi. Sure, he's repaid us for some good performances. But I, I think that you know, go back to, to what I said at the beginning. If he was that desperate to sign and that keen to commit to being a West Ham player, he would have signed on the 1st of January and made sure that we didn't go through a month of, is the army going? Is the army staying? Will he go to Arsenal or yeah. Chelsea or wherever, you know, wherever it is? 
Well, it's, I'm sure it's very distracting. I mean, certainly David Sullivan was talking about Paul Robinson, which you reported yesterday, said, you know, he had an injury and, and you know, he hadn't played in a while. I'm sure there are other reasons beyond that. We that's were looking at Juventus. That's not the reason, that's not the reason he didn't sign. But. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, can you say the reason he didn't sign? Um, my understanding of the reason why he, why he didn't sign was because uh, basically West Ham got mucked about over the deal. Um, I don't think it has to do with Paul Robinson. In fact, I'm certain it's nothing to do with Paul Robinson. I think it's to do with the, the club we were trying to buy Paul Robinson from. And I think West Ham, in the end, quite rightly, just sort of through lack of patience and lack of wanting to be mucked about, said, you know what? Let's just forget it. And that, that, that's my understanding. I mean, that might be wrong, but that's, that's kind of yeah. what I, I, I sort of picked up from your tweets yesterday. You're not a big fan of uh, Yassi. Um, <clears throat> I think Yassi Askelainen was an excellent goalkeeper. He was a tremendous goalkeeper. And there are many, many times I saw him play for Bolton, um, some at Upton Park, uh, where I thought to myself, wow, what a goalkeeper. I mean, he's almost impossible to get past. He's 39 now. Let's be honest about it. You know, he's not he's not getting any younger. Well, goalkeepers, you know, don't come into their prime till they're about 30, 31. You know, I, I, I just look and, and I can back it up with stats and performances that a lot of the time, you see it the other night as well at Fulham, you know, he spills the ball. Um, you know, second or third minute, Ruiz had a shot from the edge of the area. Not the most amazing shot you've ever seen. Yes, he spilt it. And luckily there was nobody there or there's a defender there to get rid of it. And it happened again, I think, once or twice in the game. And then, of course, it happened in the last minute. The game's already over. But it happened in the last minute. And, of course, this time, Mladen Petridge is there uh, via the post and, and, and poor old Jerry O'Brien, who was uh, doing his best to, to keep the ball out, he went into the back of the net. So, you know, yeah. although... I'm, I'm although, sure not too many people would disagree. I, they, I know oh. they disagree with a lot of things, but I, I think Yussi is... is uh, okay, I, I, raised, I, I raised an eyebrow. I raised an eyebrow when Yussi Askeleinen signed. You know, I, yeah. I, I genuinely thought that it was... that he was going to be number two goalkeeper, kind of goalkeeping coach, and, and to help Stephen Henderson come on. I didn't realise in my wildest dreams that it would be as number one goalkeeper. Um, he wasn't even number one goalkeeper at Bolton last year. Adam Bogdan was number one goalkeeper. Um, yeah. So I was a little surprised. And, you know, I am a big fan of Robert Green. Won't go down well with your podcast. You're going to get loads of people giving you a clog. But Robert Green was a tremendous goalkeeper. It, sorry, Robert Green is a tremendous goalkeeper. Yes, yeah. he makes mistakes. All goalkeepers make mistakes. And let me tell you, when a goalkeeper makes a mistake, you know about it because it's a goal. Very rarely yeah. is a goalkeeper. And you'll see that with David De Gea at the moment with Manchester United. The kid is making mistake after mistake and it's costing United goals. The only difference is that if Man United can see the goal, generally they can go and score three or four at the other end so they still win the game and you don't talk that much about the mistake. But if a goalkeeper in a West Ham shirt makes a mistake, it's it's normally more catastrophic. Now, yeah. I, I, I would... I would like to have seen Robert Green come back during the January transfer window. I, d- I don't think it was ever really likely, but I would like to have seen Robert Green come back. He, you know, he's, he's wasted on the bench at QPR. You can argue all you like about why he went to QPR. You can argue about whether or not it was just for money. I don't know. I haven't spoken to Robert Green about it. I have spoken to Robert Green since he went to QPR. Not about that. Um, 
all I would say to you is, is there seriously anybody listening to this at the moment who, if they were in a job whereby a new contract was, was up for discussion and somebody else in the same line of work offered them a contract with a, a vastly increased pay packet, you would turn around and go, no, it's okay, I'm going to stay and, play, uh, and do my job for less. Yeah, it, no, it, I, I would have know, thought that, actually. It, it, you know, if, if, you, if you look at it... I, I contracted the other day. I would like to see Robert Green come back. I, saw I, was, I was absolutely slaughtered. Now, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you, yeah, West Ham fans are great. West Ham fans are absolutely brilliant. They know their football, you know, unbelievably. I mean, there are other clubs as well that have got brilliant fans and know their football, but West Ham fans are, are right up there, right up there. And, yeah, they're entitled to have a moment whenever they want. When was the last time we won anything? 35-odd years ago, nearly, near enough, right? It's, it's, a, it's been a long, long time. There hasn't been, there hasn't been many highs in that time. There's been a, the Wembley promotion last year, the cup final, which was ruined by Steven Gerrard, although I blame that idiot Scaloni uh, for not putting the ball out of play rather than banging it out of field. Uh, or he should have, sorry, he should have banged up the run, putting out a play when, when Cissé went down. But anyway, that's all a, a different matter. The one thing I would say is that there have been a couple of occasions where I think West Ham fans have given former players unfair clog. I, I didn't like the reception that Robert Green got the other week when QPR came back. I thought it was, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was wrong. I really did. I mean, Greeny was great for us. He was stayed up when Tevez scored at Old Trafford. Yeah, sure, Tevez was, was magnificent in keeping us up that year. But I don't think you should play down the part that Mark Noble played when he came into the team that season, or the part that, that, you see, that uh, Yossi Dunayin played, or the part that Robert Green played. You know, Robert Green made some great saves towards the end of that season. Yeah, and we, you know, he was, he was hero-worshipped, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess and, there's and, some people that think he went for the money uh, as a mercenary, but you know what West Ham fans are like. If we're yeah. in a bit of trouble and he's available in the summer, I'm sure we'd welcome and, and, him And let back. me tell you, you mentioned the name earlier, Frank Lampard, that we might have been linked with. I don't, I don't think we've ever been linked with Frank. But yeah, my view from day one is that <laughs> unbelievable that, that this guy is given the reception he gets when he comes back. Because, you know, he was young when he left. We've got some lots of money when he left. And let me tell you, we got a lot more than we really should have done. You know, I mean, nobody knew when he left that 11, 12 years later, he was going to be Chelsea's top goal scorer ever. He was going to be one of the, the highest goal scoring midfield players the Premier League was ever likely to see. And that he was going to go on and have an England career which would rack up the best part of, of 100 caps. No one, no one knew that. Yeah. And we got, 11, we got 11 million for him. And don't forget, he came off the back of a time where his uncle and his father had been uh, sacked by the club. Now, again, I you know I ask I, I I put this in the program before I said it hundreds of times on Talksport. You know I, I defy anybody to tell me if they were working in an environment whereby their father and their dad was in the same line of work and their father and their dad got sacked. You know would, what would they do? Would they stay at the company or if they could move to another company in the same sphere? Would, would they do that because? you know, of what happened to their family members. And, and again, yeah. most of us, because of our loyalty to our family, would do the latter, especially if, if, if the company we were 
we're going to get really well paid for our services. And you know, as I say, eleven million quid at the time was, was unreal. I mean, obviously, it's worth yeah, I think I think you see some West Ham fans who are not like that, and and they get carried away in the moment. But it's <coughs> one that splits them. Ian, you, see that, you, you see that? You see that? would always stop Frank coming back. I mean, I don't think Frank was ever likely to come. No, back. I, I don't think. I think it's a non-issue. We're going to move on only because we've got two games to review. We're going to review the. The, the, the Fulham game and the, the Swansea game. We're recording this before the Swansea game. We don't know the answer. I just want to quickly answer you before you go. Um, we've, we've only got eight points in the last 36. We've got one win in nine games. Uh, you know, it's worrying for everybody, West Ham fan, and you're a big West Ham fan as well. You know, to talk about a relegation dogfight. Is this a bad patch? Will we get through it? Are we going to be in a relegation dogfight? Let me tell you now, West Ham will not go down. I'm telling you now, day one of the season, before we play Villa, I didn't think West Ham were going to go down. I'll tell you why. First of all, you've got a manager there who knows how to keep players, uh, sorry, teams in the, in, in, in the Premier League. He's very wily. He knows what he's doing. And, you know, I think that, that Sam will keep us up. And I think we're, we're good enough. I can easily think of three teams who are far, far worse than West Ham. Yes, we're, we're kind of fortunate at the moment that we're, We've got the points on the board from early season. But, you know, we are a newly promoted team. It makes me laugh. People say, oh, you know, West Ham are <clears throat> getting sucked into a relegation dogfight. It's like people thought maybe we were, we shouldn't be challenging for the top six. I mean, this time last year we were playing Watford yeah. at home. You know, or Middlesbrough I know, at home. I mean, it, you know, we are, you know, we're, we're, nearly, we're newly promoted to the Premier League. All it is about is finishing fourth bottom. And there are comfortably, comfortably half a dozen teams worse than us. Yeah, no, I agree. We're going to have to cut it short there, Ian, because uh, we've got a packed podcast, but I want to thank you for your views on uh, the transfers. Thanks for your insight on that, and thanks for being a guest on more than just a podcast. No worries. No worries. Cheers, mate. Bye. See you later. So that's Ian Abrahams, Moose. Thank you for that, Moose. No worries. Yeah, I, the, know, uh, I know some, some West Ham fans... He's a bit like Marma. He's a bit like our guest last week, um, Gary Firminger. West Ham. Some West Ham fans like him and a lot don't like him. So, you know. Cheers for that. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Ron. It's time You are now. wasted here. It's time for this. It's Facebook Twitter question time, and Sean asked earlier on uh, Facebook... <laughs> a question about Swindon. Tonight's episode, we will review the Fulham and Swindon matches. <laughs> I meant Swansea. So who did Swindon play today? <laughs> I'm so confused. I know, I know. I got the right letter, though. Yeah, You're not going to look at Swindon, are you? You are going to look at Swindon. This is just, clear, this is just filling dead so time. So, Swindon... Drew one all with Crawley this weekend. Yeah, but I was thinking, do you know what? I had I was thinking of Paolo Di Canio. Paolo Di Canio said he was going to walk out. What were you doing and, at the time? And what? <laughs> I was thinking of Paolo Di Canio thinking, I really I feel sorry for him. He's done everything for that club and, and he's going to walk out and I accidentally put Swindon in. Um, do you not go Ro- through? Rooney scored in a penalty, Adam Rooney, in the 59th minute. Yeah, I'm glad. They were 1-0 down, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. they were 1-0 down. And uh, in terms of possession, it was 50-50. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> talking about he's going to only have 13 on the uh, players to put out in his next game. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Paolo Di Canio, we sure the block. Sean didn't mean Swindon. He meant Swansea. 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 Thanks for the podcast. translation. 
He asks you, the listeners, what is the real problem with our away form? It was the opposite to last year. Why? Is Vaztay cut out for life in the Premiership? Why is Kevin Nolan missing your matches so much? Should he be dropped? Is Mome Diami overrated? Will Joe Cole be able to play 90 minutes week in, week out? How many goals will Andy Carroll score before the end of the season? Can we still get dragged into a relegation fight or are we pretty safe with 30 points barring a disaster? Take your pick of the questions or ask one of your own. <laughs> it's a lot of questions. Sure. <laughs> well, it's a lot of questions. Kieran Shalou says, one problem may be that we went to Swindon instead <laughs> of playing Swansea. <laughs> nice one. Uh, dear, you're just going to uh, get ruined. All the these are all just going to be you getting ruined. <laughs> Mark Ralph said, if we need a new keeper, why don't we go for Craig Gordon, experienced and still on a free? Oh, he's that. been mentioned a few times, hasn't he? Yeah, I don't know. Michael Johnson club. says, I think Vazte will come good but was only a bit part player at Bolton, even though he did really well last season. It is a step up to the Premier League. Uh, Reno and Diame and Joe Cole, I think all players are only as good as their last game. They are all good players, but we need our leaders to step up away from home, and if this happens, we will survive. Dave O'Meara asks, when did we play Swindon? (laughs) We didn't play Swindon. Sean then comes back and says, lol, Swindon, that was me as normal. I meant Swansea, obviously, winky face. Are you having a thing with... Uh, Are you and Dave got something to tell us? No, no, we haven't. Crusty oh. uh, the Clown. <laughs> Tom Boylan, <laughs> a.k.a. Crusty the Clown, says, it was never going to be plain sailing. Sean, Sorry. what are you doing? <laughs> are you doing? <laughs> I was just going on the West Ham website to look just at the Just listening fixtures. to some music. <laughs> I was getting a bit bored. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I thought I'd play some music. Uh, they, Tom Boylan says, it was never going to be plain sailing. It never is. It was. It would be nice to finish in the top ten. AC was great on Saturday. Fingers crossed he stays fit. Nolan has drifted in and out games since we signed him. Gets an early goal and that's him done. Don't think this season will be the challenging one. It's next season. I had... Oh, no. Then he asked something about SBO bet. Yeah. Excellent podcast, by the way. Going to put my application in for Fan of the Week. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. We can I talk about SBO on. bet when you... Uh, yeah, when you come on, you can be Fan of the Week. And how to apply for Crown College. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm going to Clown College. Nigel Khan says our waveform is exactly the same as it's always been in the Premier League. For all his talk, Big Fat Sam is no different from Kerbs or Zola. If his first season had been in the Premier League, he wouldn't be as popular as he is. Too many fans got carried away with the results of last season, which underachieved for how good the squad was. His insistence, I guess he means inconsistence, We're, with one up front, even when losing and chasing the game, only serves to give the fans stick to beat him with we won't go down but it will never be pretty whilst Sam is in charge that's Facebook Twitter question time thanks all Sean is there anything on Twitter that was the Facebook group. no there's nothing on Twitter except again about three or four people correcting me on Swindon <laughs> so they're not even worth mentioning Swindon yeah anyway uh, <laughs> moving on I just want to make a, pick a quick apology pick, uh, pick we did say that we were going to play the Jeff Pike interview um, but we are going to bump that to next week and the week after. Although the week after, there's a bit of a gap because we've got a little bit of a rest, haven't we? So we've got um, Aston Villa away um, this weekend, haven't we? Uh, what on day is Sky. It? Oh, on Sunday, Sunday, one thirty, and then we've got Tottenham at home on a Monday, eight o'clock on the twenty fifth. So we've what, got a little what bit, a shocking thing. We've to got put a, on a bit of a break between on the a Monday tenth. night. 
Yeah. You're going to come what? to Spurs, though, aren't you, John? I thought that was a bit bizarre after all the problems they had. Yeah, they have so much grief with Tottenham. You know, it's just... Why would you do it at 8 o'clock on a Monday night? Sky. Sky. But in between... Sky. Because we've got no podcast in between those, we are going to do a Bobby Moore special, aren't we? Because we yes, are more we than are. just a podcast. Mm-hmm. Bobby Moore's uh, anniversary um, is 20 years of his death on the 20th of February. And uh, we're, we're lining up a couple of guests. We won't name them yet because they might say no or they might not be available. might <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> say no. But we want to... We wanna you cele- can't talk about we, Bobby Moore, no. Sorry. We want to <laughs> celebrate Bobby Moore and what Bobby Moore was. And um, so if you've got any ideas of guests we should invite or <laughs> themes or features we should do, let us know. Go on the Facebook group. Um, go on Twitter. What other ways can they contact us, George? Letter. Email. Yeah, send us a letter if you want. <laughs> More than just a podcast Pigeon at live.co.uk. <laughs> send us a letter. Anyway, let's move on to predictions. We're losing uh, the plot. Braille. Let's and we're uh, on 53 as well. Yeah. Lost the wheel. Yeah. We are going to probably... Uh, we should put together a Bobby Moore quiz for one of us yeah. to be the quiz master. Or and maybe Reese could do a Bobby Moore poem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could write a poem about we Bobby could Moore. could do. Or a quiz. Anyway, predictions for Villa. Villa. Away. Sunday. They're leaking oh, a lot of goals still. I know they um, they drew 3-3, but they're going to leak goals. I think we're not leaking so many goals. I'm going to go for 3-1. I Ooh. know that's a big, bold move because we're not winning away. But I think our time will come because they're a rubbish defence. 3-1. John? Mm. I think it'll be one all. <sighs> Reese. 2 all. 2-1. Two oh, ben Tekia score. 2-1 to West Ham. Good enough. 2-1 to West Ham. Well, here comes the outro music, so... We'll Time probably say bye from from me. Thank you for listening yeah, to Monday's good, podcast. Goodbye from me and uh, come on, you irons. Here yeah. it is. Um, We've still so got a little bit of time to talk. I'm just yeah. talking. Do you want to say bye, John? Just a pod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> Reese, say bye. I was listening to John. You, you sing your bit. Bobby Moore and the other one has gone. No, it's for the wrong song, isn't it? All right. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll have to do it next week. Thank you for listening to Monday's podcast. Podcast. Uh, we'll another long one. You, sorry. Speak to you next week. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 